Gentlemen, sports fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. Good morning. Another uh, crazy Friday night. ICB in the house. Feeling good to be back again. <laughs> you know, uh, I tell you what, these uh, quick Friday night games hurt me. They hurt me because I get done early. You know, and then Dewey gets me. Yeah, too, you know, too much free time on your hands. Too much free time. You're right. Dewey gets me, and, that, and that's that's the problem. So, but uh, last night, I, I don't have a lot of scores from last night. I do know that uh, Smyrna did beat Dover, so pretty much they've wrapped up the Henlopen North already because they've played Dover Tech. Um you know, all they have left is Milford, Cape, uh, and Polly. I think think of their three games left. They, I, I might I, I might be missing one more, but uh, but they they've taken care of Central Tech and Dover, who were the three three. I thought the three top teams uh, uh, that they would have had to do. Um, uh, CR won their homecoming last night, uh, and. Uh, trying to scroll through i don't see uh what it is and then uh of course the game that i did last night was uh uh the defending state champs uh from sussex central against the cape and lopen vikings uh out in the cornfield and it was all nights uh it was the wing t just like vince lombardi draws it up on the videos uh you know they tra- they ran the trap they ran the sweep you know they they didn't really have to run the counter cuz you know and and they were just uh we had a running clock by halftime and uh it was a 47 to nothing blowout it, cape didn't get a first down in the game till the final 2 minutes they did not get a fourth down stop until the fourth quarter of the game and i understand that you know at that point it's it's your it's your jv against jv which is but it's little things and 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 i'm gonna say it again as i say every week you know you've got to do you've got to get some friendly plays in and i just think when cape gets into their you already, you know, these passing situations, they're running their routes way too deep for a guy who, you know, is young and doesn't have the arm strength to make these throws. You know, put them in these, these kids are athletes, they're athletic. Put them in their hands. More things can happen that way than throwing the ball up. And, and, and I, and, you know, I just don't, I don't understand it. They, they, they get, they opened up, you know, uh, again, and, Every team so far has not respected the pass. And 
Granted, Milford got burned by it, but no one else has. And, and, and last night was the same thing. They never respected the pass from Cape, and Cape never was able to really connect. And anytime they had a little spark, there was a penalty to call it back. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just a growing process for those guys. I, I, I just, you know, uh, you know, see if they can right the ship as, as uh, Cesar Rodney comes comes down to uh, Cape this Friday and see if they can they can they can get one on the uh, win side of the ledger. So as we go go past that, got some issues, of course. So apparently, ICBS showed him the article. There was a little snippet in the Cape Gazette. Uh, that a lot of folks have been saying is, is kind of uh, uh, suggesting it's me. I don't know. And, you know, I look at it as, hey, it means people are talking about us. That's the way I look at it. I mean, for, so, as uh, a color commentator as well, uh, former for high school, yeah. the article does go along with being critical, but that's, the job of a color commentator. So it just adds on. People just want to talk good. <laughs> it may be worded weird, but it's still good. It is. And, uh, you know, you guys be part of the show, 4222428. Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, coachmuddle.com. As we come to you from this closet, the coachmuddle.com studio, as I've renamed it, sounds a little bit better than the closet. And, you know, so ICB, you know, you're on your little vacay or whatever you were doing, you know. Um, so the Friday night before uh, happened to be Cape's homecoming game. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, I do all the Cape games on our sister station, 105.9, with my broadcast partner, Glenn Frazier. Uh and, and this other radio station shows up to do the game. You know, just shows up. I don't know what is, you know. And so uh, he sets up in the uh, box next to us, which is the where the announcer sits, the official, and the spotter for the uh, clock guy. And so when the clock guy comes, the announcer, he's throws him out because there's no room really he's not room in that box there and so uh we have our own box off to the left uh of that and then the coaches for cape are on the far right and uh so and there's another press box on the visitor side which not too many high schools in the area have two press boxes so yeah that's rare he, he right so he could have easily went over to the other side of the field and set up you know, but instead, uh, you know, this guy, by the way, now, and it's me being me, you know, I come in, I, I, Hey, how you guys doing? Introduce myself. You know, I mean, you're no, you know, I'm in the building mm-hmm. when, when I'm around and, and everybody who knows the coach knows that, you know, I'm, I'm loud and I know, and, uh, everybody knows where I'm at. Yeah. Well, this guy, you know, doesn't say two words to anybody. And uh, 
which I thought, well, you know, you're not talking to me. I'm not going to help you out. It's above my pay grade. I'll let them handle it. Well, anyway, uh, this dude decides to uh, camp. You know, he sets up outside in like by the stands there. You know, it's pretty windy night that night. Really windy. So this guy decides that he's going to call the district office and complain about the what happened Friday night. Now, mind you, he he's complaining because well, and, and part of it is you know, uh, athletic director had some other obligations, wasn't at the game, and there was a little confusion. Which, okay, fine, it, it happens. But you know, you're you're going to be you know you're going to whine and complain. You're there. There's. Tons of other games going on in the state, county, whatever, that you could have done and you decide to come to this uh, this game and you're going to call and bitch and complain and then, you know, so the athletic director tells me, you know, starts complaining to me about what happened and I'm like, why? Why? Why am I getting? Why? Why am I getting bitched at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm the guy that's there week in and week out, doing my job, mm-hmm. and some clown, some clown shows up once in a blue moon, gets to bitch and gets his way. That I take issue with, yes. because now I should call up and bitch about the bitching. Right, because because yeah. that's unacceptable to me. Yeah, it, you you can't take away something that you've been doing for such a long time for somebody who just came in for the first time. I understand. You where know, you're coming you come from. in like you're like you're some superstar. By the way, it's Sussex County, dude. We're not even a rated market, and you walk through like you're some. You know, you work for Fox and you're on uh, Fox Sunday or something. You know, and 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 you. You carry that kind of clout, really? Well, hey, guess what? You don't. That's why you are out in the cold, dude. Okay? So, what? Because you whined about it? I'm supposed to do interview. I have to be on this side. Why? They couldn't walk to the other side of the field with the other box? I'm just wondering. But my 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 point is is why why does the guy who works there who's there every week getting crapped on because some once a weeker once a weeker can bitch about it I I, I don't I don't understand how that works. It's beyond me, Coach. I I, I honestly do not know. Uh, you know, un-effing believable that 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 has to be. So we're going to find out. Stay tuned next week because we have Capes at home this Friday night, and we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens from the uh, from the broadcast booth. I'm going to have to yeah. get a ticket to go to this game. Just, well, you just know to... what? You don't need to because you work for ESPN. You know, you can just roll in. I'll get you a, 
a, a press pass that says ESPN. Oh wow, I, f- I feel special right now, Coach. Thank oh, you. <laughs> which, which, which he ICB doesn't really realize that it's just me handwriting a piece of paper ESPN press pass. And you, you, you didn't go. have to say that on air. <laughs> we we could have just left that as a pass. <laughs> no, man. I think everybody <laughs> needed to know that that that's what it is, man. Four two 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 four two eight. Be part of the show, Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, CoachMuddle.com. And we are going to take your calls. Nevada Nick coming up on a roll again. I, You know, if you listen to Nevada Nick last weekend, you'd be driving a new car. You better pay for your boat. You know, I, I don't know, but... Nevada Nick has been on a roll making money for people who are listening and, you know, get your shekels ready because he's got some big stuff uh, coming up uh, at the top of the hour. And, uh, you know, so uh, we have to uh, take a quick time out here as I can, you know, talk about this stuff all day. And, and you know, by the way, ICB, mm-hmm. Professor came, didn't do as good a job as you do keeping us on track with the brakes oh, no. because the brakes got all screwed up la- as they normally do. And people who follow the show, they understand, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, you, you beat you know, me to it. I was about to, I was about to flash out the phone. See, time. Yeah. I, you know, because I had to, you know, I forgot, you know, and, and, uh, and whatnot. And when we come back, uh, I have a little issue with ICB because the professor Gave me gave me some little insight that I have to uh, I'm going to share with everyone and uh, get with it. So uh, we're going to take a quick time out, and uh, when we come back, we'll we'll get into ICB. Uh, so uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Nick Boyle from the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm in the huddle with Coach Muddle. You can be too on ESPN Radio 102.1 FM and CoachMuddle.com. All right, we are. Back, uh, you know, I I don't know, not paying attention to the uh, board, so you know, partly cloudy this morning. Yeah, another it's one. All, mm-hmm. it's, it's all it is. We're uh, it's a little rough. It's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Uh, big baseball tonight. Uh, you know the uh, the Rays couldn't 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 do it on uh, on Thursday, but I, I feel like they did their job. Yeah, they played up to par the whole time. Well, not only that, but I, they went five games. They they kind of screwed up the pitching rotation of the Astros, where the Yankees everybody's rested, everybody's available. That you know, it, I, I feel like the Yankees can take one of these first two games in Houston, and you know, lock. I I just think the batting order for the Yankees is too good. I, you know, with the with those pitchers, I just think that you know Verlander. We've seen some chinks in his armor now. Uh, we you know, and obviously we're probably going to see Cole three times in this series. And I, I don't think so. 
Yankees in six, baby. Yankees in six. I, I think the Yankees take one here. They win their three at home, and we're, and we're done. Yankees in six. So, because uh, I, I I really think that they can get to they can get to Cole. There's too many uh, uh, too many bats in that lineup. One through nine can can jack it. Yeah, and going on to what you're saying for the the Yankees, if again one of two games first. It could be game one where that happens. If you're looking at the postseason matchups, Granky three and five with the four point five ERA, and we got Tanaka coming in four and two with a one point five. If we're gonna go on to statistics, Yankees are already favored right now and well rested. And and you know because because you know Tanaka is I mean he's the big game he's that big game guy. Yeah. You know, for the Yankees, and, and so far when you have to, you know, the Yankees struggle to find that that guy in the postseason. It's been it's been uh, Tanaka, and let's jump on the line. You're in the huddle with Coach Co- Coach Muddle. How you doing? I'm doing good, brothers. Coach Connor. Hey, on, Coach. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's another Saturday above dirt. There you go. (laughs) That's right, man. And it's a football Saturday, man. A lot of big games coming up. A lot of good games on today. Very excited about the menu we got today. Especially, uh, I'm looking forward to LSU spanking Florida down in uh, Death Valley tonight. Okay. Great game. All right. All right. I, uh... You know, I I still think I think Florida is kind of uh, they really haven't been that good since Tebow left, and now they're they're probably a couple of recruiting classes away from being that you know top tier team again. What do you think? I agree. It just boggles my mind that they just can't seem to find a quarterback uh, with uh, all the. the great athletes around the country. Uh, you know, I know LSU had the exact same problem for years and years and years and appear to have found a, a great one in Gallo. I'm just not sure Florida has that guy. Uh, you know, so I think you're, I think you're right. I, I don't think Florida's far away. That defense is pretty legit. So we'll find out if, if Gallo's real or not tonight. Yeah, it should be, should be interesting. That's, uh, that's, that, that's a good one. Uh, what what else you uh, what else you got? I, I think uh, I don't know that Florida State, even though they're starting to like kind of come around. I don't think it's going to be. I think Clemson just kind of steps on their neck, and it's going to be over pretty quickly. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm sure you saw all the activity this week of uh, Dabo snapping on the media about you know Trevor Lawrence being injured and blah blah blah, and that's why he's not playing so well. Um, I agree with a little bit with with Coach Sweeney in that you know while Lawrence hasn't been outstanding this year, he certainly hasn't been a factor in them you know not succeeding. Uh, he's he's in my opinion one of the elite quarterbacks in in college football today, and so uh, I, I'm not a believer in Florida State. I just you know, the ACC, I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch that game last night, uh, the Virginia-Miami game, but I mean, uh, you're talking to somebody here who absolutely loves college football, and I couldn't even hardly watch that game. I mean, it was just not, in my opinion, you know, top-tier caliber football. So uh, I think Florida State falls into that same category. They're good. 
but yeah, I don't I don't see them having much of a chance against Clemson. I really don't. I agree, and I I just think that Lawrence is you know it's that sophomore slump a little bit. You know that he's a little bit, yeah, a little bit. But I agree, he's not the reason that you know things are are you know not that things are bad at Clemson, but you know that right, right, right. That that the guys in the media say that you know you would think the world's in in the way talking. Look, yeah, Clemson's got rich man problems. (laughs) Right, you're undefeated. You're you're pretty much winning handily in every game, and people are still not happy because it's not sixty three to nothing. You know, Uh, right. right. So, uh, yeah, those are the kind of problems as a coach you really, really like. Uh, Well, we're still winning every game, and we're still, you know, in playoff contention for the end of the year, and. so you know, I, I see I see Clemson winning big, winning real big. The game I'm really interested, other than the LSU game, is the Oklahoma Texas game. I want to find out if Texas is for real, because uh, I believe that uh, Oklahoma's offense is, if not the best in the country, it's it's certainly in the top two, two or three. So. Uh, th- I think that's going to be a great game, and I'm real. I can't believe it's a. N- I believe that's a noon yeah, start. Noon start, man. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm excited as well about that. You know, because by the time I get out of here doing everything and get home, it's right around you know 11:30 ish. You know, get something to eat, get right in front of the TV, ready to go for for that game. So I, I'm excited w- about that game as well uh, because. You know, it, you throw the records out the window. That's that's a big time rivalry, and like you said, see if Texas is for real. And and I just love the fact that three years ago, Jalen Hurts was not an NFL ready, like an NFL quarterback. He's not a guy that's going to go to the next level. Now we're talking about him as being one of the top top five picks in this year's draft coming up. Right, right, right. And I'm just catching my own mistake. I think I was calling Burrow Gallo earlier. So it's, I know it's Joe Burrow down in LSU. But, yeah, I agree. You know, it's it's Chantilly-Centerville. It doesn't matter what the score right. or your records are. It's it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a – you know, uh, it's a big-time rivalry, rivalry that people stake entire seasons on. So, um you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm I'm really happy for Hertz. The way he handled the situation last year at Alabama uh, was first class, and so I I wish and I'm thrilled that you know he's having the kind of year that he's having. He's he's a, he's a first class kid. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's you know you wish you see more of that because you know all we see is all this diva stuff with uh, you know going on and and to see something like that it, it's really really good to see that there's still some of that going on oh, out no there. Que- no question. And you're right. Um, you know, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, high school football, at least down here is uh, in, in the Southland has become more about how many stars do I have behind my name than it is about the name on the front of your Jersey. And, and I hate that. I hate that for uh, high school football. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten it's gotten almost too big for itself so it 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 is it's it's crazy especially here in Delaware i feel like we have the, the napoleon syndrome here being such a small state and 
you know, we don't get. And I think this stat, I, I, I say it all the time, and it's probably way out of date, but uh, from like 2015, Delaware was 49 out of 50 in Division One recruits. You know, right. and, and so it's kind of, uh, you know, you know, when you're down there, Georgia, you know, the, the DMV around uh, D.C., you know, you're you're probably week in and week out. You're facing some division one guy on on the field. And here no you question. don't you don't see that as as often uh, up here in Delaware. You know, once in a while we may we may come across a kid, but. Uh, it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, and, and down here, I mean, you can't turn your TV on Saturday without seeing a kid from this, the area that I, I, I'm i in, the Gwinnett County area right outside of Atlanta. Uh, you just can't do it. I mean, there's there's a lot of super freaks down here. And I remember <laughs> as a as a young coach up in, in the Virginia area, I kept saying, where, where are all these kids uh, on Saturday coming from, you know, I mean, my God, they're all giants and they all run like the wind. And <laughs> well, uh, I found it. It's, it's right here. It's, it's, <laughs> it's right here. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, I tell kids all the time, I, I, you know, I got the opportunity to spend a, spend a summer with Lane Kiffin down and, and be in the part with the guys in the recruiting office there. And look, the state of Florida, the state of Georgia, Alabama and JUCOs and that's all they that's their recruiting map is what they focus on and and you know their focus a lot in Florida is those kids that are going you know Iowa Ohio State you know why do you want to go play in the cold why don't you stay here and you know and and try to keep those kids in state and you know Lane's been pretty pretty successful uh so far uh doing that Oh, no question. Uh, no question. I mean, it really is a freak show down here. I mean, you've just got uh, the highest caliber of high school football. You've got some really, really good coaching. You've got some, uh, you know, great competition. So the the college coaches are definitely flooded, have flooded those areas and states that you've mentioned uh, with a lot of frequency. I mean, they're they're here and they're in the offices of these high school coaches trying to get these kids to come all over the country. And uh, so, you know, I, I would say that, you know, the, the one exception seems to be on a fairly consistent basis is Ohio State, who I, I don't know that there's a whole lot of kids from the South on that squad, and they seem to consistently find uh, the great majority of the, the freaks up in the North areas because they're, they're, they're just, a, you know, Coach Day took right over Coach Meyer and is doing a hell of a job and, may even be better. So uh, I don't see a whole lot of kids from the South uh, other than the quarterback who transferred in, Justin Field, uh, who played in Georgia uh, on that roster. So, you know, they're all over the place. You just – you got a little bit bigger pool of kid down here. No question right, about right, that. Right, right. Now, I, I – and because I, I feel I feel like that that is a good formula of what Ohio State does. You, you recruit your kids – and then you sprinkle in a, just a couple of kids from from the South to build your team, and I, I think you can be successful that way. And I, I think a lot of, at least, you know, I, I coach a smaller Division One school, and, and I always felt like the coach was always trying to get 
more too many kids from the south instead of just you know hey we're 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 looking past too many kids and 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 it's hurting the the uh the process because a lot of those kids get homesick they want to go and it doesn't it does it doesn't mesh well a lot of times right right well i mean as you know that it's crazy because you think about all the talent we had uh, just at Centerville and in the Northern Virginia area uh, in Chantilly in your era. Uh, right. You know, there were a lot of kids that could really play football. But, again, you didn't hear about, you know, 15 or 16 kids or 10 or 12 kids out of a high school getting recruited. You just It just didn't happen. Right. And, and I, you know, looking at it, uh, I, I thought about it. You know, we had about – Four, five, maybe six guys that that were Division One went on to play Division One football on that team. Right, you know right. that that that's that's pretty high for for a high school team to have that many kids uh, oh, on, on that similar. you know on the roster. It's huge. So, but I couldn't agree more. But you know the the funny part is is we go to a high school signing uh, just in the Gwinnett area. There's 16, 17, 20 kids uh, at, on signing day signing with Division One programs at each high school. Right. I mean, whether you win, lose, or draw, <laughs> I mean, there there was a school down here, uh, Meadow Creek, who has kind of turned things around a little bit, but for years and years and years, won zero games. I'm, when I say years and years, I mean, I'm talking decades of no wins in their seasons, but six or seven of those kids were being recruited off a, a, a you know, just a not very good football team uh, to play big time college football. They wow. were just, you know, yeah, it's 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 a freak show down here, but it really is. It's it, it's it's really good high school football. Really, really good high school football. Awesome stuff. Good stuff, Coach. I appreciate the call. I got my intern ICB waving at me that we got to pay some bills here and take a timeout. So. Uh, I appreciate it, Coach. Thanks for the call. Always good talking football with you. Always, man. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you. And uh, and uh, we'll talk soon. All and right. Good luck to your Giants. And quit getting my running back Wayne Goldman hurt up there. Yeah, all right, man. It sounds good, man. All right. All right, brother. Take care. All right. Good stuff. You can be part of the show, too. 422-2428. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. CoachMuddle.com. Be part of the show, and we'll be right back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. Man, it's the real Coach JB here, Coach Brown. Hate me now, love me later. I'm uh, in the huddle with Coach Muddle on ESPN Radio. All right. We're back. And, you know, we got the call. I got interrupted with the call. We took the time out. But the professor... You know, comes to me because you know we do our Wednesday wrap up here. You can listen to our Wednesday wrap up podcast. Nevada Nick goes a little bit deeper in in his stuff uh, with picks and whatnot. And ICB is here. He had some work to do for the professor. You know, so I, I roll in on uh, you know Friday, and uh, uh, the professor comes up to me and goes, uh, you know. Uh, ICB didn't follow the instructions because after, you know, and let me explain to everybody, you know, after we wrapped up our, our Wednesday wrap up, 
ICP, here you go, man. Here's the studio. It's all yours. I, I stepped out. I just let him do his deal. I, I you know, this way he didn't. Uh, I didn't want him to get any minus points for having me involved in, in any of his shenanigans for a grade. You know, so uh, I let him to it, and uh, you know, he couldn't follow simple directions of you know. Now, now, l- let me just defend myself. Go here. ahead. Go ahead. So. I'm just reading the instructions on my phone coming back from New Hampshire, and I see it's just a raw demo podcast. So when I'm thinking of that, it's like, okay, well, I, I could do like 10 minutes. Like I don't know why, but something around 10 minutes just like stuck in my mind. It's like, okay, that's maybe just what I got to do. Just give at least a, a rough cut of like a beginner's tape because I haven't recorded one solo yet. So I thought it was the beginner's, and I'd then compare that to my final one. <laughs> I didn't fully read it, and I found out it was only supposed to be a 60 to 90 second one. But I gave him 15 truly amazing minutes of talking sports, talking football, and he should be thanking me right now. Mr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. White, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think I should be getting a thank you, and you, you can go back and listen to it. I gave you multiple shout-outs, so I, I feel a little upset. You're, you're coming at me a little bit now. I, uh, I'm, I'm doing more. More is better. <laughs> okay um all right Would, wouldn't you prefer to have 15 minutes of golden talk about Wait a football se- listen 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 okay and 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 as a uh as, as t- the professor since he's not here to defend himself Okay, when you have, I don't know how many people are in the class, 12, 15, <laughs> 20, okay, you've got all those, to look, what does he want to waste 15 minutes listening to you for, okay, when it should have been followed the directions, you know, that's the problem, I think, the disconnect between high school, colleges, you, you know, it, this is college, man, follow the directions, get it done, otherwise, hey, yeah. You know, you're fired cuz that's the way we operate on the on the coach model show here. It's, you know, it, I I set it up as a tier, you know. First prize, you get to be on the air. Second mm-hmm. prize, you get a set of steak knives. Third prize, you're fired, buddy. So, you know, that that's the way we operate yeah. here. And if so. I cu- and if I cut the first 60 seconds of it, that could have easily been it as I just went into detail of like what I'm doing. I could have just done that, <laughs> just got an editor to cut that and sent it back again. But it was just 14 additional extra minutes. That, that's the way I'm looking at it. It was, it was a bonus gift. <laughs> a bonus gift. Uh, so you're looking for bonus credit for that. Is that, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I already, have, I already have an A in the class. So, I mean, if I can, if I can keep up in it, I mean, why not? <laughs> All right. Well, just, re- just remember when I have to write my, uh, write my review. Oh, uh, crap. You know, my, my, my review, because, you know, first of all, the professor brought breakfast in. You've never bought breakfast in, okay? I, I, I'm just I'm just throwing out okay, some okay. some little things that you know. Are, are the brownie points? There. I understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it was great you were here before me because you know when I get I'm partly cloudy. I come strolling in here. Got about three minutes till we're on the air cool. trying to set things up. And and by the way, that is the reason why we're not going to have any video this morning uh, of uh, our show as we try to post up little videos uh, of going on because I didn't get here in enough time to set up the camera and whatnot. So uh, and it was funny because uh, when I get when I got here, I woke up. A little late, if I'll be honest. So I immediately put my clothes on. I drive out, and I'm thinking, well, I should get breakfast. And I was gonna, I was thinking about, all right, what if I just call, 
Coach Metal, see if he wants anything as well. But I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, oh wait, it's 20 minutes to get here. I'm I'm gonna be late if I do if I decide to do that. So I kept going. Don't. It's not that it hasn't popped up in my mind. Right. Is I haven't had the next week. What, what do you want? Little Rofro. Wow, Rofo. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I'm a yeah. Wawa person, but uh, I mean, I, not I'll for get breakfast, into, bro. Really? Breakfast, bro. Their egg burritos well, are pretty solid. You know, those those chicken and waffle uh, things are, are pretty banging. So I'm just, just, just see now for you guys at home, since we don't have the video, he's taking notes. That's that's brownie points right there. That's what we got going on, okay? Brownie points. So, you know, and uh, you know you know what I haven't gotten to today, this morning, and, and I know we're, we're running out of time because soon N- Nevada Nick will, will leave the, the table uh, wherever some little hole in the wall he's gambling at to, to join us. Uh, you know, the Giants played Thursday night, mm-hmm. decimated on offense, and, uh, you know, those sounds in the back is our sign falling off the wall, just so you, so you know. Um, Don't worry, ICB's back. <laughs> yeah, ICB taking care. Now, the Giants played Thursday night. They, you know, their they're, they're receivers uh, out, running back out. But, man, the first quarter, first half of that game – you know the defense showed up. I believe that was the fir- the stat was the first time since '07 that Brady has lost a fumble and it's been returned for a touchdown. So, uh, and what was Josh Gordon doing? Trying to stop, make a tackle at the two yard line. I-, I just felt like you know what what were you. What were you doing, man? I mean, you know, now you're you're out, man. I, so, uh, and by the way, uh, OB, OBJ to the to uh, the Patriots now. I mean, uh, oh, for a sec, I thought you just you, you were meaning as if Adam Schefter just tweeted something out that I haven't seen. I, I, I please don't have that happen. <laughs> I I was already upset with the Antonio Brown before. I don't need OBJ coming out there, See, especially I, when the Niners are on the list of the teams. I, honestly, uh, I just, I just don't think uh, we talked about this. I don't think yeah. he's a good fit there. He is, but now you know. I mean, you still have Edelman, but to have him to be the main target, I, honestly, I just don't think. I think AB has ruined it for him to go there with with the drama and stuff because I I just don't think I think they're trying to stay under the radar this year and, and things are going well and I I think they'll go in a different direction uh they they might uh I've also heard rumors you know AJ Green or uh, OJ Howard one of those guys they might uh try to pick up and you know they they're on the cheap they they're they're going to pick it up on the cheap they're not guys going to spend but really, like getting a number one from New England is really like getting a second round pick anyway, because you yeah. know they're going to pick it at like you know twenty eight to thirty two anyway. So mm-hmm. I mean that's not not um, not anything. So you know four two 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 four two eight Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, CoachMuddle dot com. Just be part of the show. Uh, call in, type it in, whatever you want to do. Uh, ICB in the house, Nevada Nick coming up shortly. Uh, let me, uh, let's do, let's do this real quick. Hey, it's Nevada Nick. 
Get ready to make some money. Nick's picks coming up in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Cha-ching! Dollar, dollar bills. You got to get that in the way now. Yeah, because he's not a fan when he has to hear it himself. He doesn't want to hear himself, so he, you know, we got to play those things now. So you You think it's the dollar, dollar bills part? What what part do you think it is that he just doesn't like to hear? No, I I just think he he wants to hear himself talk, and and that's cutting into his his talk time. You know, and Mm -hmm. and, you know that that's the that that's what it is. Uh, Honestly, that's that's where my take on it. Okay. So, you know, but back, I, I thought the Giants, you know, they hung in there. I mean, granted, I, I just find it funny that, you know, oh, if Eli was the quarterback and put up those numbers, we would be screaming, you know, throw, you know, kicking him out of the building. But, oh, it's Danny Dimes. And and it's funny uh, because not a big fan of Thursday Night Football. I only watch, you know, the Giants. But, you know, I realized on Amazon – they have this little like pregame show on Amazon that they do. Uh, Chris Long and and mm-hmm. some chick is on it, and um, and Rob Gronkowski. No, that was Fox. Oh, it was Fox. Oh, yeah. I thought it was still the same thing. I'm sorry. No, they're, they're two different uh, two different things. Amazon does their own little football thing. Oh, I thought it was tied with Fox. The, my, the, my, the, my the, no, the the uh, the broadcast is okay. The pregame is uh, is not and. You know they have this, they tried out this this you know and why is the stat guy the next gen stat guy got to be some you know guy who looks like he's never played a sport in his life like you know this computer nerd with the glasses and the whole and and, and I hate to be that generalization. You know, uh, what am I doing? Because I'm not being politically correct or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. I don't care. But, you know, the look just kind of. But anyway, he said that Danny Dimes, the stat that he said is uh, uh, he throws in these tight windows more than any other quarterback in three games or however many. Like, you know, and they had some weird number of separation of and you know eventually it's going to you know he's going to start throwing picks which you know he's been throwing picks uh you know he had three on Thursday night and uh but he did they first team score score a passing touchdown against the uh Patriots mm-hmm. so uh you know that was uh that was good uh, that was a nice route by Golden Tate as well he he looks pretty nice and when you can well, add- he's the he's the, the the only guy out there to catch the Catch the ball. Everybody well, else kind of hurt, but I, I do like Lattimore, and he's not been really. But really, who's surprising me? Who I'm really excited about? Slayton, the rookie they got from Auburn, because the dude's got some wheels. He reminds me a lot of Deshaun Jackson, mm. of taking the taking the top off of a defense, and that is, you know, we got rid of OBJ, and and like, and you see. The Giants have gotten better without him, and he is the guy of, uh, you know, with Slayton now being able to take the top off, and you can add the Ingram, and when those guys get healthy and that running game gets back, man, if the defense could just show up, the Giants could be really competitive. But, look, I'm still a fan of the 
the uh, you know getting a top pick, trading back, and of course ICB kind of you know you could talk into the mic and say, hey, "Coach, time to take a timeout. You don't have to give me the the hand signals, man. We're not. I'm not on the you know sideline doing okay. you know, Coach, Coach. So it's time for us to take a break. All right." Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be part of the show. And um, we're going to take a quick timeout, and then we'll be uh, right back. Hey, it's Nevada Nick. I should have broke your thumb. And if you don't want Gazo breaking your thumbs, then listen to Nick's picks exclusively in the huddle with Coach Muddle. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. Hey, it's Nick Boyle from the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm in the huddle with Coach Muddle. You can be too on ESPN Radio 102.1 FM and CoachMuddle.com. All right. Without any uh, further ado, you know, give him a little music. The man who needs no introduction. The man who is just rolling in dough right now. And you can too be you too if you've been listening to Nevada Nick because he has been on such a roll. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. It's like Scrooge McDuck. I woke up this morning and I was, you know, taking a little swim in my money. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. All right. You sound like myself, a little partly cloudy this morning. You know, what have you been at the table? Would you just walk away from the table to call us? You've been up all night playing? Yeah, you know, a little heater last night and then lost some money back. And then, you know, you you tend to sit at the table a little too long, one drink too long. And then, you know, the night, and then you go from blackjack to craps to, you, you know how it goes, Coach. I'm always <laughs> all over the board. Poker. Sounds like you're living a life right now. Two two spiders going up the wall in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good good stuff. Good stuff. So you know, following up big big. uh, You know, you had a great Sunday. Yeah, eh, Saturday was eh, but Sunday, as always. I mean, Sunday, you're pretty spot on, dude. Yeah, no, Sunday was good, except for like I said, the Cowboys game. Which uh, really, really caught me by surprise. I mean, I, not that I didn't think Dallas could lose, but the way they lost, um, you know, that's a, a, another reason I'm just not a fan of Jason Garrett. I mean, like I said, after what the Eagles did to, to the Packers, you know, uh, a week and a half before, I would have just turned or turned. I would have turned the ball around and I handed it to Zeke forty times if I had to, but. Uh, I mean, they did get down early, but still, sometimes you know you get down early. Just like the Eagles were down early against Packers, but they didn't panic. They kept running the ball, and you know they chipped away at the lead and came back and won. But uh, you know, we'll see uh, Dallas catch the Jets this week again with, with uh, Sam uh, Donald uh, coming back. So uh, we'll see if the uh, Cowboys can get off their little two-game snide. So do we call Dallas America's good bad team when they face up to good competition they falter when it's the bad teams they look dominant they have like against the Packers it just looked like they were playing second fiddle the whole time like it, they didn't show w- how good their record really is I mean Aaron Jones had before that game had so many issues trying to get any yardage and he tore apart that defense isn't it 
Do you think that's a little surprising? Um, I mean, the defense doesn't worry me. Um, I think it was just more, you know, a bad game for them. But there's no doubt about it. I mean, deep. But they had gone through their last, I think it was their like 11 or 12 losses. And basically, in all those losses, it can, it was, it could be put on the offense. Like, where they were scoring single digits. And, um, but, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't worry about the Cowboys' uh, defense. What would worry me about them and what seems to be the problem, if you can shut Zeke down, I mean, you know, you, you basically can shut down that Cowboys offense. And now they also have some, some injuries they have to deal with. You know, uh, Tyron Smith, their great um, left tackle, is hurt. And then I believe there is another lineman that got hurt, too. Uh, Lyle Collins, I think it was. Um, drawing a blank on that. It might have been him, but I know they had two of their linemen hurt. And, you know, you lose two horses like that. And, you know, the, the pressure starts coming in a little quicker. You know, the, the, run blo- the run blocking isn't as good. So I think that had uh, something to do with it, too. And Green Bay came out to play. You know, those extra couple days off, I'm sure, helped Green Bay. Um, yeah, because uh, Green Bay was quite impressive. I mean, yeah, yeah, quite impressive, especially on the road in Dallas, too. Yeah. Um, and going yeah, on about was, Dallas, sorry, um, for their uh, for Smith, I think it was 2017-2018, I think they didn't win a single game every game he was out. Like, that's how important he is. It, like, Dallas's offense is, if one piece is out, the team's struggling hard. Like, they fall yeah. down off a cliff. Well, yeah, and he's, well, he's a, I mean, arguably, you know, but he, he might be the best left tackle in the game. So, um, yeah, when you lose a, lose a guy like that, it's going to be tough, you know, especially when you're uh, protecting the blind side of your quarterback. So, um you know, we'll see what happens with Dallas. And the NFL is a very uh, overreaction league. Like you see it this week, everybody's going to, you know, talk about the 49ers and 4 0 and, you know, watch out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the 49ers are a good team, but that usually means they're due for a loss or, you know, uh, it's just how it goes in football. So. And like I said, that's one of the games I'll be picking. Uh, the Rams uh, 49ers game. So we'll see what uh, direction Nevada Nick goes. All right, all right, very good. Got some, got some good stuff. We got a, I don't know, a little computer glitch here. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, you know, but we we got you. We're here, and uh, you know. We got some. You got some stuff. Uh, where, what do you like today, Nevada Nick? Uh, and and do you have any baseball? You like the Yankees today? Uh, who, who's pitching on that? You know, to be honest with Coach, I didn't. Who are the? Because I know Garrett Cole's not going to pitch because he. No, it's Granky and Tanaka tonight. I mean, it's a tough one. Um. Yeah, I would probably stay away from that game. Um, I mean, I would probably lean Yankees just because a little bit more rest. Is, you know, Houston just had that tough five-game series. Um, but, you know, obviously, 
got it done at least and, and won game five. I'm, I'm, I'm like the Dodgers who uh, right now, Dave Roberts, man, that, that's about a hot a, as hot a seat as you can be on. Um, a lot of questions going, you know, with a 3-1 lead in the eighth inning. And that's what I don't understand with these managers. So you've had relievers that were in those positions all year and then you want to bring a, a guy like Clayton Kershaw, and I get he's a great starter, but there's a big difference between you know, you know starting for a game, being prepared, and then coming in for one inning. And it's a total different mentality. And uh, a huge mistake, I think, by Dave Roberts, and he gave life to the Nationals. And, you know, that's what Nevada next going to say. Um, I, I don't... I ended up seeing the final last night, but did the Nationals end up winning yesterday? Do you know, Coach? No, I, I actually I don't. I, uh, I, I, you know, late. Well, well, Nationals did win last night. They did. The Nats did win. Okay. Yeah, Anibal Sanchez started off. He pitched seven no hit innings. And he was looking oh, wow. filthy. And this is one of the starters that you don't expect to be a part of that three headed monster of Scherzer, uh, Strasburg, and Corbin. He comes up as that fourth piece, and their bullpen is super shaky. But the thing is, with those four starters, you can just keep trying to use them through the bullpen if you limit the pitch count. It's scary yeah. all year long. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you this. Go ahead. Nevada Nick wouldn't be surprised if the Nationals won the whole thing. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think the World Series is being played in the ALCS right now. I think the Astros and the Yankees should win the World Series, but baseball's a weird sport. You know, look, look, the two best teams all year, all year, were the Dodgers and the Astros. Dodgers, you know, losing five, and the Astros, I, I mean, they won in five, but still, I mean, they were down to an elimination game, so it can go either way. Um, so it's going to be quite interesting to see. And Washington now, too. They were all but dead in the wild card game. I, I believe they were losing by two runs in the eighth of that game, or maybe even three, came back and won. They were down 3 1 in the elimination game against the Dodgers, came back and won. So um, those kind of things can kind of catapult you, too. And, you know, people say team of destiny or whatever. I'm not, I'm not necessarily signing up for that. But still, everybody, like I said, everybody always talks about Houston's rotation. You know, nobody really has talked about Washington. Like ICP brought it up. I mean, you still have Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. And, you know, that's three pretty good, you know, starters. And guys all who can, you know, if they buckle down, throw three good games. So, they're, I mean, and, you know, Rendon's a good a good uh, a player. I mean, there's just a lot of talent in Washington. I, know, like, I find it funny team. that since uh, they got rid of uh, your boy, they yeah, they got rid of your buddy. Be... Now all of a sudden they're a contender. Well, sometimes your your addition by subtraction. Um, well, I think obviously though too. I mean, they had a Corbin in the off season, so I mean, obviously their pitching's good. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you explain it, <laughs> but now they lose him, they could miss because. This is the first time they've won a, a series. They had never won, won a uh, playoff series as the Nationals. And then, you know, obviously winning that ALDS, that was their first 
division series they ever got past. I mean that so. that series against the Dodgers, I I I wasn't shocked that the Dodgers lost because going into the playoffs, their biggest issue was the bullpen. It's been shaky all year. Joe Kelly never really has panned out to be exactly what they signed him for, and the Dodgers didn't get a single bullpen arm that was effective because they were too afraid of losing their prospects. I mean, Cleveland uh, last year, they got Brad Hand, and they gave up the 20th best prospect in baseball to do so. They're at least trying to make moves. The Dodgers were playing way too conservative with them, knowing that Jansen still isn't as great as he is, Kershaw still has his playoff issues, and the rest of the bullpen, it's iffy. I mean, Pedro Baez, or uh, Pedro Strope, he's not that guy you really want in tight situations. The bullpen was already an issue to begin with, and the Nationals hitting after that wild card game, they looked hot. The momentum was all on their side. This wasn't a, this wasn't a surprise series win at all, in my opinion. This this was the writing on the wall for the Dodgers for trying to play it too conservative. Yeah, especially too with the Dodgers' history. I mean, I know they've been in the World Series, but you've had a lot of disappointments with the Dodgers. I mean, they've been a good team here for a while now. And like I said, I think they were in either two World Series or while there might be one, but at least they were in one or two World Series in the last you know few years. And um, but they've also had a lot of early playoff exits. You know, very good teams that you know were losing the, in, the, in the ALDS or I mean NLDS or the NLCS. So I mean. You gotta wonder what's gonna happen in in LA now with Dave Roberts. Uh, like I said, he's on the hot seat, so only time will tell. And I mean, I really wanted to see that Dodgers Yankees or Dodgers Astros, just because I thought those were the three best teams, you know, by a lot. And but you know, especially in baseball, the best team doesn't always win. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, Coach, I got a couple college picks for you. You want me to give them to you now? Yeah, or? go ahead, man. Let's hear. Right. Let's hear the college. Uh, let's hear the college. Then we got to take a timeout, and then we'll okay. uh, get into a little NFL stuff. All right, perfect. So I'm going to start off with the Florida LSU game in LSU. Okay. LSU is laying 13 points with a lot of people. That's ooh, 13 points. You know, the two close teams. Florida's coming off a big win at home against Auburn and now going on the road to a very good, very impressive LSU team. I like LSU minus 13. I think we have a blowout tonight. I think, uh, yeah, I just think LSU's going to come out the gate and um, pretty much tag Florida. So I like LSU minus 13. And then I also like... Um, Notre Dame versus USC. Notre Dame's laying ten points. Once again, I, I, you know, I don't like usually laying a lot of points, but I think Notre Dame, very, very good defense. Uh, you got a really good coach in Brian Kelly. Um, I think Notre Dame comes out big win against you know that old rival USC, and uh, I think Notre Dame covers the ten. Wow. Okay. All right, I, I you know that's big big rivalry there. Okay, all right. Those 
there you go. Two two good solid uh, solid college picks for today from uh, Nevada Nick. We're going to take a quick timeout, and when we come back, we're going to talk NFL and get some uh, Nevada Nick picks from uh, for NFL. Hey, it's Nick Boyle from the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm in the huddle with Coach Muddle. You can be too on ESPN Radio 102.1 FM and CoachMuddle.com. All right, we're back uh, with Nevada Nick and his picks. ICB in the house. Nevada Nick, NFL, big, big, uh, some big games this Sunday. You there, buddy? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right. There he is. Come on down, Coach, man. All right. I, you yeah. know, so hey, someone I'm, being partly cloudy. Just got to check up. medication this morning, man. You can see it. Real, uh, <laughs> real nervous. Worried, you know, having sports center updates coming over, you know, going over it. No, everything's good, Coach. I have uh, three games for you on Sunday. Um, I would, not, not all three of them, but I think two of them, people are going to be surprised, but. I'm going to start out. Wait, wait! Before we get there, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want them just this second because I got. I want to ask you a little bit. I, I want. Right. What did you th- Thursday night? What did you think? You know, I mean, New England wound up covering the the spread, right. but what did you think the first half of that game? I mean, the- Giants look good. I mean, they played them well. I don't. I mean, you know, and that's the problem with those high lines. You know, sometimes a team just doesn't come out to play, and but then and, and you got to be feeling good because I mean, Giants were within a touchdown in the second half, and then you kind of just wear them down in the fourth quarter, you know, and get end up winning by twenty one and, and covering the point spread. Um, but like I said, with that game, if I would have done anything, I would have bet the Patriots just because. I mean, all those guys out. I mean, you were missing Barkley and Gallman, and I believe Shepard was out too. Correct, right? Is that right, Coach? Yeah, Shepard and Ingram were yeah. both out as well. Ingram. And I mean, that's, that's. I mean, I would I would venture to say, obviously, uh, Ingram is their, their tight, number one tight end target. Um, receiving wise, I mean, Shepard's one or two, and then your top two running backs are out with a rookie QB playing. Bill Belichick, uh, who's yeah, undefeated uh, against a rookie quarterback, so twenty-eight yeah. zero now. Yep, yep twenty-eight zero. So uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have took the seventeen points, a lot of points, but still, you've been seeing these high lines, and you've been seeing teams cover. I mean, how many high lines has the Dolphins had already? Yep. And I mean, look at last week with the Redskins; they were getting sixteen and a half points. Patriots covered that. So, uh, yeah, a weird year. And then obviously you got the Redskins and uh, Dolphins this weekend, yeah. which I'm sure is going to be one heck of a the game. The Toilet Bowl. Oh, no, that's a party. Yeah. That's called the Tank Bowl. First episode. It's the first game. I'm I'm hyped for that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be uh, good football. I mean, that's gonna be, that'll be one game I'll be sure to tune into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be definitely finding a way on Reddit to stream that game. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, and, and, you know, I, I thought, you know, that was also, I saw a stat, you know, Tom Brady, first time he's lost a fumble and it's been recovered for a touchdown uh, since like 06 or 07 or something like that. So, you know. 
That's uh, one thing Brady doesn't do is give you mis- – he doesn't usually give you mistakes, you know? Yeah, and I was surprised, you know, beginning of the game, uh, Danny Dimes throws the interception and the very next play, Tom Brady throws an interception, you know, and I thought, oh, man, here's the uh, – are we seeing a re- redo of the Super Bowl? Like, the Giants going to actually pull one out here, but – you know, I, I, I knew. I, I look. I, I'm a realist. I know as much as I'm a good fan. Just don't call him Danny Dimes then either. If you're a realist and you wouldn't call him Danny Dimes after two games, he does look impressive. But look at Baker Mayfield. You know, last year I mean he could. You know, he was, down the stretch he was great. And now this year so far he looks awful pedestrian. You're right. You're right. And and I I I agree with you. So. I, I just think uh, that Jones, when he gets his weapons back, I think you'll see when the running game. Oh. Uh, because no, I, agree. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. Yeah, and and I just I I'm just hoping that the the Giants can can figure out to, how to keep Barkley off the field and these guys so that the Giants can be in the top five for a pick. It's a heavy draft. Trade back, build, get a bunch of picks, and you can fix that defense and be competitive for next season. Yeah. So, well, know. Coach, I have uh, three NFL plays for He doesn't everybody. want to talk about that anymore. He wants to get right to the point. Oh, we only got eight minutes. All right, Giants. go ahead, buddy. He wants to talk about the Giants. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, and go also, ahead. we're up against eight minutes here, Coach, and uh, I don't want to be giving a break. <laughs> you know, Coach? All right, go ahead, sorry man. Sorry that you need you, – you need, you're the professional, and you need other guys to tell you how to run your show. Sorry there, Coach. <laughs> yeah. Coach is the head coach. Who needs one of his assistants? Say, hey, coach, use a timeout. But that's what I, de- hey, I, that's what I learned. Being a coach is you delegate as a head coach. You got to delegate to your assistants. Let them handle it. I'm, that's what I'm I do. I'm a good delegate. Let me give my picks. All right, I'm delegating to you. Right, give, give us those picks, Thank Nevada, you. Nick. Let's go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So game one, we're going to go out to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is laying one and a half points against the Saints. Now, you look at that line, and people usually think, hmm, you know, Saints have been playing great football. You know, you love the Saints. I'm going to go the other way. I like the Jag. Um, I think it's a tough spot for the New Orleans, coming off two tough wins back-to-back. Um, I think the Jags uh, obviously win and cover. Um, like I said, the spread's one and a half. Look at what the money line is. I actually got them minus 120. So I'm basically getting a point and a half for an extra 10%. If you can do that, do it. If it's more than that, just bet the Jags minus one and a half. Um, yeah, I like them to win and cover, obviously, against the Saints. And then game number two, you have Seattle in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is getting two points. Um, you know, Cleveland's been like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You know, one week they look bad, and then they're beating the Ravens. And then last week, you know, the Niners embarrassed them. But uh, I think the Browns are actually going to cover this game. I think Seattle's due for a, for a bad game. I think Cleveland covers the, the plus two and wins the game. And then my last game I'm going to go to is, uh, and this is the, my my biggest play of the week. I mean, I really like the Jaguars as well. But um, you have the uh, Rams at home against the 49ers. I think the 49ers, on a short week, playing the Rams, who have had two tough losses, 
you know, you don't want to lose this game with the Rams at home. Go to three and three. San Francisco would be five and zero and have a game in hand because they beat you head to head with another game to play them in San Francisco. I like the Rams to, to, to the, the points bet is three. Uh, Rams are laying three. I like the Rams to come out and cover the three-point spread against the 49ers and also win by a touchdown. So I, I, I like the Rams to cover against the Niners. I like Cleveland to cover against Seattle. And then I also I really like the Jags to uh, cover against the New Orleans Saints. Just to quickly wrap this up on the Rams, you're going to go with the Rams without Todd Gurley, so you're going to be relying on Jared Goff to underthrow think, Brandon Cooks by 10 yards again? <laughs> no, I think I think they're going to their biggest problem is they've been throwing the ball too much. And I think it's because they're all worried about this load management with Todd, Todd Gurley. I think it's actually going to help. Uh and has he been ruled out? ICB is that definite? Uh, he's doubtful. He's doubtful. And then uh, uh, keep Tlaib's out. It was a day-to-day thing with. I think they believe this. They said the thigh or something of that nature. Um, but still, you know, I like Mike Malcolm Brown too. Or I, mean, I believe that's in the backup. But no, they don't, it doesn't worry me. I think McVay is going to come up with a good game plan. And I also think it's a tough spot for the Niners. Another short week. You know, everybody's been giving them all the adulation this year. Five and zero. They're for real. And you know, look, you, you you wind up with three or four losses in the, in an NFL year for a reason. And just sometimes there's just you know games. It's a bad spot game for you. Much like when I said the Eagles Packers, I just felt the Packers were three and zero. Eagles were desperate, and you know that was a, a desperation game for the Eagles and a, and a good spot game for them. And the Eagles came out and won outright. So okay. I feel very similar about this game. Not that I necessarily think um, the L.A. is better than the Niners. I actually think the Niners are better than L.A., but it's one game, and I think the Rams win and uh, and cover. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, I get what you're coming from on that. But it wouldn't be shocking if the Niners pulled that game out as well. It, just, it really depends on how well that Niners O-line is without McGlinchey or Staley and now Juszczyk, the fullback. Yeah, I mean... And then also it's going to be, too, can the Rams run the ball? Because when the Rams can't get that running game going, Jared Goff's a pedestrian quarterback. Everything starts with them with the run. You saw it in the Super Bowl. They couldn't get Gurley going. Um, And and Anderson uh, had a nice stretch there last year, but they just couldn't get the running game going because that's what they're all misdirection, running that football and then working it off the – because the, they love that stretch run, and then they love that play action off the stretch. Um, and yeah, if they're not, they're not getting it. It's uh, it's not usually a good game for uh, good old Jared Goff. But he's got Cooper Cup back. Cooper Cup's having a nice year. Brandon Cooks has been kind of underwhelming, I feel. But uh, I think that, you know the Rams bounce back. But you know McVay's a great coach. I think the Rams bounce back this week. All right. Good stuff, as always, from Nevada Nick. Catch us on Wednesday as uh, we do our podcast, uh, the Wednesday wrap-up. Nevada Nick will talk about uh, his big wins this weekend. And uh, ICB, will you be here Wednesday? Of course. All right. He'll be here as well. We're going to wrap it up. You can always follow us, coachmuddle.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
Uh, just type in Coach Muddle. Be part of the show. Nevada Nick, as always, thank you. And uh, we'll Wednesday, talk on coach. Wednesday. All right. Take it easy. All right. There. we ICB, good stuff today. We didn't get to everything I wanted to get to, as always. It's action-packed here. Save it for Wednesday. Save it for the real podcast. You know, we'll have to get it get it on Wednesday and get that uh, podcast going. And uh, so we'll uh, we're gonna take our uh, we're gonna break the huddle and uh, huddle back up on Wednesday. And then, of course, Tuesday you can tune in as well as I do the uh, Power Hour with uh, Frank Powers. And we'll get that. Uh, we'll get the power hour on Tuesday as we recap the New York uh, sports landscape uh, on Tuesdays, and then uh, Wednesday our wrap up show. So uh, we have that. All right, ICB. We'll see you on Wednesday, of course. And everybody else, we are out. Hey, it's Nick Boyle from the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm in the huddle with Coach Muddle. You can be too on ESPN Radio 102.1 FM and Coach Muddle.